Well, thanks for joining us again as we walk through the Bible together in 2021 here at Czech Row Community Church. We are on week number 11 this week, and I apologize. I've gotten a few weeks behind on making these recordings, but do want to get these posted up for you, and hopefully you'll take a little bit of time to go back and review some of those things as you continue reading through God's Word together. Week 11 this week, we'll be finishing up the book of Numbers and getting into the book of Deuteronomy in the New Testament we'll be going through Luke chapters uh, Luke chapters 2 through 6 together. And what I really like to do uh, here this afternoon together is give you kind of an overview of the book of Deuteronomy. It's kind of a pivotal book in the Old Testament. And you don't want to say that any book in the Bible is any more or less important than the other, but the book of Deuteronomy really stands out. Um, and as you go through that, what you see is Moses kind of reiterating that law for a new generation of Israelites who are going to enter into the promised land. So I'd like to just pray as we spend a few moments together in God's word and get a little bit of a background on the book of Deuteronomy. Heavenly Father, we are so grateful for your word. We are so grateful for its timeless message, Lord, and we are so grateful that you Continue to reveal yourself in new ways, even though you have completed that scripture for us. God, we could never plumb the depths of that. We could never know all there is to know about it. And I'm just so grateful for that. I just pray that you would help us today and that you would just show us something new, enlighten us as we study your word together and apply it to our lives. We thank you for what you've done. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, the book of Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy means second law, and that's a term that um, is oftentimes taken from Deuteronomy 17, 18. The Hebrew word there is mishneh, and it, it means a, um, a copy of the law. And so the book Deuteronomy is oftentimes um, described as being a copy of the laws given by Moses. But I don't think that's a full picture of what Deuteronomy is. You know, the king in Deuteronomy 17 and verse 18 there is told to make a copy of God's law for himself. He's to write it down and he's to actually copy that and in doing so to ingrain it in his heart. But the book of Deuteronomy gives something more than just a simple copy of the law. You know, it's not just a restating of what was already written in Exodus and Leviticus. It's, it's a, um, it's a, application of that law to a new generation. And, you know, it's more than just a copy of what had happened before. Deuteronomy records this second law, and it's really a series of sermons from Moses um, as he's restating to this new generation of believers who many of whom would have been small children coming out of Egypt and now have been wandering in the desert for 40 years with their unbelieving parents as that generation um, died off because they were not allowed to pass into the promised land. And so Moses is taking um, this, this law and he's applying it to their, to their lives and he's showing them what it means to be a follower of God. You know, Deuteronomy 1, 1 says, These words which Moses spoke to all of Israel... And Moses is not often disputed as the author of the book of Deuteronomy. The only thing you really get pushed back in on is that last chapter because that describes the death of Moses 
I think we can obviously see that the majority of the book was authored by Moses and there were some editorial changes done to that, probably by Joshua. Joshua worked so closely with Moses for many, many years and God raised him up um, to continue to lead Israel. You know, so these words are spoken by Moses to all of Israel. And as you read through the book, you're going to see that term all of Israel. And that's going to continue to happen several times, 12, 13, 14 times, something like that throughout the book. And Moses is just really reiterating to the people that they need to be a unified nation as God's chosen people. And Deuteronomy was probably written about 1406 BC. And as you work the dates back, you can get to that um, year of the date. And that's the end of the 40 years of wandering um, that was endured by that nation of Israel. And the people right now are camped along the east side of the Jordan River in the plains of Moab, and they're across from the great city of Jericho. And Jericho was a mega city of the time. And they're camped across the river, and they're looking into Jericho, and Moses is um, going through, and he's reiterating the law, and he's applying it to their lives. They're, they're poised there, and they're on the verge of entering the land that had been promised to them centuries before, all the way back in Genesis chapter 12. And that's the covenant that God made with Abraham, that he would make him into a great nation, that he would give him a land, and that he would give him a future. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1, and then 6 through 9 are um, that recording of the um, covenant that God made with him. And it's just a wonderful look at the fact that God is a God who keeps his promises. You know, God is restating here again that he is going to do what he said he was going to do. And I think that's why Deuteronomy is so important. I said just a minute ago that all of Israel is addressed many times through the book. And what Moses is telling the people is that they need to be sure that they are unified as God's people as they go into God's promised land for them. You know, they are... They are um, looking into that, um, the face of that land that to them is, um, so many years ago, was totally unconquerable. And God has promised them that he was going to provide it for them. You know, God was totally unique. There are no other gods like him among other gods in those surrounding nations. Deuteronomy chapter 6 is a passage we often call the Shema, and that's a it's a basic confession of the faith in Judaism even today. Hear, O Israel, the Lord, it's Yahweh, our God, He is one. And you go through there and they're given the prescription to teach these things to their children when they lie down and when they rise up. And it's a just such a, a reminder to them that God has called them separately for a purpose and that they need to be unified in that. You know, Deuteronomy restates the law and Moses applies it. You also get a restatement of the Ten Commandments in there. You get the laws that are given in Exodus and Leviticus. Chapters 27 and 28 specify the blessings of obedience and the curses of disobedience as they enter into the land and as they follow this law. You know, you really get the big picture here that um, God is telling them that they have been called for a purpose, but they have something to do. God made a covenant with Abraham in Genesis chapter 12. That was an unconditional 
covenant. And we know that because God called, caused Abraham to fall into a sleep, and God is the one who passed through the pieces of those animals and those birds that were set before them as a sign of a covenant because God knew that Abraham would not be able to keep his side of the bargain. He wouldn't be able to keep his side of the deal. But the covenant that God made with Israel, that was a bilateral covenant. That was a two-way street. God said he would keep his promise to bless the nation if the people remained faithful. Now, those adult Israelites were too young to have participated in that first covenant ceremony at Mount Sinai, and therefore Moses, he reviews that law again at that doorstep to the promised land, waiting to go in, and he he um, urges this new generation to re-covenant with Yahweh, to recommit themselves to his ways, and that's why you get toward the end of the book and you get that picture of what's going to happen when you follow those things and what is going to happen when you do not follow those things. As we continue reading, we'll get into the book of Joshua and into the book of Judges, and we'll see that. We'll see that play out, that at first, you know, that first generation that chooses to make a covenant with the Lord, they, they are blessed by God. They receive his blessing. Then we get into the book of Judges and we see that that generation has now passed on and that the, the people do what is evil in the sight of the Lord, that book says so many times. And that is really described in the end of the book of Deuteronomy. You know, I think that's really a telling thing for us. Now, surely we are blessed that our relationship with God is secure in the blood of Jesus Christ and that we do not have to um, earn that. We do not have to put that on ourselves to make us right with God because he has done that for us, recognizing that we could not. But when we accept that blood of Christ on our life and when we accept the righteousness of Christ on ourselves, that's what the book of Hebrews tells us, that Christ's righteousness is now our righteousness, that should change the way that we live and it should change the way that we do things. It should change our heart and we should make absolutely certain that we are focusing on who God is and who we are as his people. And I think that's an application from the book of Deuteronomy. As you get in Deuteronomy, um, chapter 30, verses 19 and 20, say this. This is Moses' conclusion, and he gives us to the people once again. He says, I have set before you life and death, the blessing and the curse. So choose life in order that you may live, you and your descendants. By loving the Lord your God, by obeying his voice, and by holding fast to him. For this is your life and the length of your days. I mean, what a promise that is there. This is your life and the length of your days. If you would hold fast to the Lord, then then God will He will bless you all the days of your life, you and your descendants. You know, that word this in verse 20 refers to loving the Lord your God, obeying and holding fast to him. Guys, that is life for us. Our relationship with God is to be marked by faithfulness, loyalty, love, and devotion. Not because we're trying to earn God's approval, but because he has already proved to us that he loves us so much. And just like a child wants to please their earthly parents. They want, to, they want to do what is right. We as God's children should desire to do that as well. 
And so I just want to encourage you today to choose life in order that you may live, as Deuteronomy 30, 19 tells us. How closely do you cling to God? Is he the first one you run to or the last one that you run to? You know, as you read through the book of Deuteronomy, you're going to get this picture that Moses is giving to the people of a man who has followed the Lord for many, many years and seen God do some incredible things. And he's made some mistakes along the way, but overall, overall, he is a man after God's own heart. And he wants us to be people after God's own heart as well. So as you read through that book of Deuteronomy, don't hear just a restating of the law. Hear the heart of a loving, loving father in Moses to this younger generation of Israelites. And he wants the best for them, and he's trying to show them that he knows in his life that God has done some incredible things. And he's going to take the law, and he's going to restate it. There's a series of sermons that he goes through um, in the book and, and shares those things. I think that's why Deuteronomy is so important, because it's an application of God's law to their lives. Well, we're going to continue on with our reading, and next week we'll be in the book of Deuteronomy as well, and um, continuing through the book of Luke, and that'll be week 12. So thank you for joining us again today. I hope that the Lord is blessing you greatly through this time in His Word, that you're being drawn to Him. And again, we welcome any questions that you might have about specific passages or things that you've read. Um, if you would like to email or text or message those to me, I'd be happy to try and answer those. And we'll work through that together. Thank you so much for joining us. Continue on in your reading and have a great day.